Shout out to Bad Mossad. Yes, yes, yo. Shout out to Bad Mossad. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. We didn't quite get it in during Christmas because uh, we decided to take one of those well-needed breaks. So much happening in the world that we wanted to see 2020 off before we start popcorn again. This is season two of Popcorn. And I remain your loyal lyricist on call. Modo Mode 9. And um, we're doing this. We, we actually uh, recorded this live. So if you're hearing this after this, you're getting, you know, the second bite of the pie. Uh, yeah, someone, uh, Bad Side said I should talk about Jimmy Jack. I promised an episode about Jimmy Jack. Now, coming up in the game, long time ago this was actually in the 90s up in the game where we just I, I wasn't even going anywhere Jimmy Jack had these roadblocks that every young person was talking about you have to go to um, his uh, studio at uh, I think it was Obalendi I've forgotten the address but yeah he had, he had a roadblock he used to do probably every end of year or something like that and every goddamn rapper used to go there to just it was an open mic thing you just go there and show your skill crazy it it was crazy and a lot of guys were going there and killing it and that's how it was people were just going there and killing it talking about it i lived near festac so a lot of guys from ftt when i went visiting they'll be talking about it and i'll be like hmm I should go there one of these days, but Obalinde was really far from me, Johnny Keanan. So, I just felt, man, this DJ Jimmy Jack, Africa's number one. You know, that's what we used to call DJ Jimmy Jack. You have to give this man his props, because Jimmy was popping from ways back, from more than 25 years ago. Jimmy was popping. Now, if you can get a J Jimmy Jack tape, I schooled in Bidapoli, that's Niger State. I remember my homeboy, and my uh, first rap partner, Too Crucial, he was kind of stingy with his Jimmy Jab tapes. He didn't even allow anybody to borrow his Jimmy Jab tapes because he knew what we were gonna do with those tapes. We were gonna dub them. And he paid probably like 800 Naira or something, some crazy amount, some crazy amount on a Jimmy Jab tape. Well, that's what he told us. So, um. I remember taking one of his tapes and going to one other room and dubbing it and uh, returning it to him. Now, I left my tape that I dubbed in that room and the guys in that room <laughs> dubbed the tape. So one day when he was going to take his bath, he heard one song and he knew that that song, what, that song never reached Niger State now. Now, be that we did now, that song hadn't reached Niger State. So he waited because he knew how his mix was. He knew that after Rajane played, turning up and then uh, go, go, go. After Rajane entered, and they're gonna check yourself before you wreck yourself. Oh my God. When he heard that mix enter, he knew it was his tape. He now went in and he said, where's the tape? And all the guys were looking at him like, who are you? And he knew that Mode 9 <laughs> was the one that gave that. So he came and was like, why did you, you top my team? Oh, for those guys, don't you, man? Ah! That was how important having a Jimmy Jack tape was. Because it was expensive. All right. Boom. 
I'm just letting you know I'm building up slowly how the Jimmy Jab thing came. So after a while, I hooked up with Ayo in school, Ayo Animation Hip Hop World. I was doing stuff for Ayo. I went to Lagos, was doing other stuff for him. And Ayo knew Jimmy Jack. So we'll go to Jimmy Jack's uh, shop, his studio. Let's call it studio. Let's not call it shop. At a violin, they will go there and uh, he'll give Jimmy Jack some Hip Hop World magazines. Jimmy used to help Ayo to sell some of the magazines at his, at his uh, studio. And so was Abbas, DJ Abbas, which is down the road. So I made friends with Abbas too. All those trips just go into Obalende to just, you know, hang out with DJs and stuff. I just made a lot of friends. They didn't even know I was a rapper. So um, that's where I first met Jimmy Jack. I was too scared to ask him to make a tape for me because I didn't have the money. And I didn't want him to charge me and then I'll go, hmm. I don't have the money. <laughs> so I just chilled. I'll look at the records, you know, look at the album art, the credits and stuff. That's what I was doing. And then um, one day, somebody brought Jimmy Jack to be that pulley. Around when, uh, I, th- I think that was in 1998, when Buster Rhymes put out uh, the song Dangerous. Yes. Dangerous was popping then. And Jimmy Jack came to be that poly. Now, a lot of guys have been hearing the name Jimmy Jack, but most of them didn't know what he looked like. All these guys that lived in Ilori, Ibadan Boys, Ilori Boys, then Bida Boys, Katuna Boys, some of them, they didn't know what he looked like, but they just been hearing the name Jimmy Jack. So they didn't trust the guys that brought uh, Jimmy to be that. So when they said, yeah, Jimmy Jack is coming, that's Jimmy Jack. I remember in students, <laughs> we were chilling at the, uh, at the play at the venue where they you know were doing the show and then one of the guys he, he had he had drank a little he was like that no be jimmy jack i said do you know what jimmy jack looks like he said no but my mind tell me say no be jimmy jack be this then i say ah. one one other guy said hey, if you think he's not jimmy jack go and meet him and ask him then the guy just said shoo if i go ask him are you jimmy jack he will say yes I'm Jimmy Jack. <laughs> Where is the validation in that? And I just realized that oh, this guy is crazy, man. But Lagos boys, most of the Lagos boys that used to go to his shop to dub tapes, they knew who Jimmy Jack was. They knew who Jimmy Jack was. And uh, Jimmy killed that show. By the time he started playing, that's when guys said, mm, that guy, I, I don't want to mention his name. He just came. He came to meet me and he told me that. On the other hand, this guy fit be Jimmy Jack. Mm. He fit be Jimmy Jack. He fits. He fits. I'm not saying that he's Jimmy Jack, but he fit be Jimmy Jack. I was like, man, get the hell out of it. <laughs> you know? So, two factions had beef. Some of the guys came in to actually stab one guy at the party. So, there was a little scuffle in the middle of the dance floor, and people were like, oh. Immediately, Jimmy Jack saw the guys fighting. He just played one song. One song. And everybody, they're throw away fight to begin dancing. Do you know the song they played? You better have it in there of us. This is dangerous. It was Buster Rhymes' Dangerous. That was what was killing the dance floor at, at that time. And once he just played the Dangerous, everybody started dancing. They forgot about fighting. Music finished. They go start fighting. Then you go play dangerous again, they'll stop fighting. <laughs> That's how they got the two factions 
they had to go meet them and beg them please don't spoil this show Jimmy Jai is going to Mina tomorrow and we don't want his experience in Bida to be bad wanted to just live up to reputation that we are the gods of entertainment because we used to go to Mina to go and school them about rap I ain't even lying man we used to go school those guys their best rapper was rapping young MC's lyrics and claiming that it was his I'm coming off like a close of a hooker and I can fly like Jimmy Superfly Snooker as the shuttle goes up into outer space people's hands go up as I enter the place the guy was rapping I think his name was MC George he was rapping those lyrics and lying to his mates that those were his lyrics and they were healing him when I got to that show uh, when I got to that show I was rapping along with him how did I know his lyrics is he that popular who is he I just said that's uh, young MC's lyrics I bet Mona come out fake guys so back to Jimmy J let's not digress now after that, you know, it, it, Jimmy, Jimmy had one of his DJs with him. I think it was Osahon or something. So yeah, I think it was Osahon. He later traveled. So yeah, we well, you know we dapped up a little. Jimmy didn't really know me that well, but yeah, we dapped up and everything, and it was all cool. Then years later, my first single was killing them in Abuja. Shout out to MBI. Shout out to Emmanuel Ogoli. Shout out to Groove Voids. Rest in peace, Normalus. They will play my video, uh, it's about to get ugly. Shout out to Kenny's music, shout out to D1 and Kenny Ogunbe. They showed me a lot of love too. So they were playing that song, that particular song. We all know that that's a hardcore track. That is not a commercial track. Jimmy, right? He played that track at a party. At a party where they play all these <laughs> John Soke songs, man. Jimmy played, Jimmy was a stone face playing it and then people were like, well, they didn't know how to dance it because it wasn't really a danceable track. They were just looking at it like, oh, what's this? Uh, you, you hear that? So, Jimmy will play that song at a party. And then people were like, oh, we know Sabi dance this one, we can't dance. You know how Nigeria is now, we, we can't dance this one. But some guys will be like, they'll listen and they'll recognize that. Hmm. They'll give me the Guinness face for that track. Hmm. 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 Hmm, boss, hmm, boss. So I got a lot of calls from people. There was a show we did in Ibadan. I'm trying to remember. It was Celestin. Celestin, uh, he later started working for Glow. They used to do this show. They'll go to different places. So Celestin called me and said, yeah, we have a show in Ibadan. We went there and Jimmy Jack. I think J-Boy was there. J-Boy, uh, this guy from Sway, is it? Ah, I've forgotten his name. Anyway, all those guys were there, the most commercial guys. And then all of a sudden, there was this intermission. Jimmy Jack just started playing It's About to Get Ugly. And I was like, in my mind, I'll be like, oh, these people are not going to feel it. And they're going to, ah. But funny enough, they were feeling it in the baton. They were like, yeah, yeah, Jimmy Jack. Because they respected Jimmy Jack. And anything that Jimmy Jack plays goes. It means Jimmy Jack is hip to the game. It means more nine goes. So, yeah. Jimmy was always supporting me. So after the show, we hooked up, you know, we started talking. We're just backstage or something. And then Jimmy was telling me, man, that song, man, I love that song. And this was probably in the early 2000s. And then after I left to Abuja, you can hear that, police. I left to Abuja and um, started, you know, the Swap Root project properly. 
start recording more songs to try to finish up the album. And then I also, after finishing the album, something happened. It didn't really quite come out. I went back to Lagos, did a couple of other shows. And then me and Ella Joe, me, me and Ella Joe, uh, we used to roll a lot then. Ella Joe of the Thoroughbreds. So we're at, uh, what's that place? Planet One. Yeah, there was this big place where they do shows. Planet One, we're at Planet One. And then we saw Jimmy Jack there. And he, hit, he, he was like, yo guys, I want you to listen to something. And we went outside and then he played a track from his uh, car, from the, uh, man, he had these big speakers, man. And it was stylish. But the verses on it were Rough, Rugged and Raw, Be Right and Hang, man. No, don't get it twisted. Those are my homies from way back. So I was like, and then Two-Face had the hook. So I was like, man, this is nice. And then Jimmy was like, hey, you know what I'm planning? I'm planning to do different versions of this song and put this song out as a maxi single with at least four versions. You have the female version, we'll have Rough, Rugged and Raw and Two-Face. Hey, would you guys mind jumping on another version for it? Because Uchi, the African rock star, and then this tall guy from um, uh, uh, Big Brother Nigeria, Triple H, tri is it Triple, Triple H? Yeah, he, he had already jumped, he had already jumped on it, and I, I heard different versions. So we went to the studio, I told El Ajo, man, we're rapping about Lagos because the chorus says, style this Lagos where we did, so, so let's, get, let's get it in. So I went there, I had my verses. Now I had like two verses. But I, you know, took the best parts of the two verses and I just made them into one verse. Howie T, rest in peace, was in the studio when we recorded. Uh, I think the studio engineer's name was Biodun or something like that. So, one take, did it. Then I was like, no, hold up. I think I recorded two songs that time. It was a song called Warning for Jimmy Jad's uh, project. And then the Styley, both of them were for his project. So, Warning was my contribution to his project proper track and then style was like i was thinking in my mind i was recording for a single that was going to come out so yeah after i finished like an hour later elajo comes elajo does his verse you know and i was like yo ella man you rapped about fella mind state you know different you, you were kind of different on that and like, yeah it was like yeah that's what i was envisioning and then you know cool no problem finished the song and then i got a call from jimmy and he was like, Mode, we're shooting a video. I was like, ah, what about the other versions? He said, yeah, we still plan to put those ones out with a maxi single, but we're gonna shoot this video because a lot of people have heard them and they like this one. They wanna shoot, they want us to shoot the video for this one. So I was like, cool, let's shoot the video. So I went there the first day, got ready, I was gadged up and everything. Then they told me DJT, Clarence Peters, people don't know this, they were called the Alliance. So it was DJT, Clarence Peters, uh, Oliver, uh, there was another guy, I forgot, IK, IK, yeah. They called themselves the Alliance. They took care of the video. They, Jimmy spent some money because the first shoot was basically Two-Face and Elijah. I made a little cameo in the Two-Face shot at uh, the beginning where you said, Mode, nah, and I was doing this, you know. That was the only cameo I made and there's this iconic picture from that video shoot. It was me sitting down with Two-Face, one of his cousins, Anomalous. Rest in peace, Anomalous. So while we're shooting that video, we started getting threats from certain people who were not happy that we're shooting that version of the video and everything. 
Jimmy, that was the first time I saw Jimmy really mad. Jimmy was really, really angry. But after the whole thing, I didn't get any calls, you know. After the whole thing, they just continued, they continued shooting the video. Now, Jimmy was like, yo, man, next week, we're gonna shoot your part of the video. And I was like, okay, I'm game. My part, I shot some of it in Obalende. Dogs were just taxing Jimmy anyhow. Obalende, then we went to Suri went to Ojuelegba. When we got to Ojuelegba bus stop, the Alaye, the king of the thugs, just told us 25 minutes to Kumbodo, 25 minutes low. <laughs> so we paid him. Now, while we're shooting the video, the thugs are trying their best to distract you so that you stay, you take longer. You know, they act like they don't know what's happening. Another crew will come and start disturbing, you know. Then when it's getting to like, let's say 22 minutes, it goes, three minutes left. <laughs> so, but we managed to shoot, you know, we managed to shoot something. So after that, Jimmy was like, next shot, it was DJT that was saying us, okay, next shot, we're going to Shita. Went to Shita. Rest in peace, OJB. OJB was the one that took us to Shita. And we got there, Oh, but now first, now insult, now insult, boys begin insult us for real. When we we're just standing, they did some light makeup. Shout out to Jennifer, J Beauty. Um, that's Oliver's sister. Shout out to J Beauty. She does makeup. She's really good at it. So when they were making us up and everything, trying to get uh, those shitter boys, they were just like, everyone, our death. <laughs> Give us money. And then now we now so OJB was supposed to take care of that. So OJB just came and he was like, they said, hey, God don't catch you. That video where you shoot where you did with Kenny's music, you never pay that one. Now you go pay that one and we go collect this one. I was like, wow. <laughs> we looked at OJB, OJB just told us, no, don't worry, don't worry. <laughs> don't worry, I'll sort everything out. And shout out to OJB, man. OJB, man, those guys, they look very angry. They were pissed off. They were pissed. I don't know how OJB did it, man, but he calmed them down, gave them their little cheese. You no, know, Jimmy Jack was just in one um one corner like that, you know, coding himself. <laughs> Jimmy Jack just decoded himself for one corner, got cut for one corner, you know, bought some drinks for us. We drink and then after that we started shooting that iconic part where me, OJB, shout out to our bounce. Now I told a story about our bounce supporting me when some certain guys were talking trash about me saying that I bite my lyrics from the internet. That's why I got so much love for our bounce. AKA quiet bang girls bring better than yours. That's right, it's better than yours. Y'all won't know that song because that song is really old. <laughs> but it's a really dope song. I told a story of how I used to bump that when I was on radio. Now, it was me, a bounce, I think um, OJB, me, a bounce, OJB, and Ke Joe Kenny, that's the producer of the song. We just, we, we had that walk, we were just walking. And while we're doing all these shots and everything, right? <laughs> these Shita guys, uh, these are good reverse Shita, they don't send us to this. One just looked at They talk to me, I'm gonna go to school, I'm gonna go to school. Now, we till now they go and they do with this, see this one here. I think OJB's hair was like, he combed his hair up. Was it a bounce? I don't know. One of them he combed his hair out like one of the Agbero. That one was on crutch itself. In I see. They send on a semi-kuna go school. Now no go school. See what you're not going to do. Yo, 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 yo. Me kuna go America. <laughs> I just had to keep a straight face when I was wrapping my wrapping my bars. I almost forgot my bars. These guys, these guys, they can insult them. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. 
Time up, time up. Oh, Lucy, Lucy. Time up, Joe. Time up. Oh, yeah. Jimmy, Abina, OJ, OJ. Ah, Fualou. Time up, time up. I'm all up, man. Fualou. This guy, it was just so funny, man. So, we finished. Um, it was uh, a Balende. After a Balende, we went to Ojuelegba. After Ojuelegba, we went to Shita. After the video shoot, I was like, I sat down on the floor and I was like, yo, Elajo and uh, Two Face, they had it easy, man. <laughs> they had it easy. And I was like, G I was like, DJT, man, why, why, why you, why you, did you make my part the hardest part, man? And it was like, yo, because it's, uh, I just want to make the, the video different. Right? And that video won several awards. Now, thing about Jimmy Jad is, Jimmy has been one of the people, one of the prominent guys in the um, music industry that has showed me so much love. If I'm doing something, video shoot, my performance at industry night, both my performances, I just need to hit Jimmy Jack up once and he's there. Shout out to Steve Babayako because he's like that too. Steve Babayako of um, Extreme Ideas, he supported me a lot financially too a lot a lot of people didn't even know that i got some financial backing from steve um not only steve there was another guy uh justice justice he too he held it down for me uh he was he owned a label then serengeti records i told a story how he hired one girl to to run the label and the girl didn't like my music she wanted her boyfriend to she she wanted a cake and eat she wanted to have a cake and eat it because the guy that she was trying to promote was her boyfriend and she was also uh, sleeping with uh, the main guy so but she wasn't feeling me and she was like no this music is not so they pumped money into that guy pumped 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 and nothing happened but it's not my doing no there's a god so yeah jimmy jimmy has always supported me and um sometimes when we talk and then uh, you know we just talk and he goes man Mo, don't worry i'm doing this i'm doing a song he told me he was doing another song and this one is an international song so uh he sent uh, a beat to me made by kid connect now the beat was good but i was 100 vibing with the beat but i was like since it's jimmy jack i'ma do it when it comes to jimmy jack i just I, I do not make excuses i just do it even if i'm busy i was really busy that day that he sent me that beat i downloaded it it was on my phone i listened to it and i was like uh i'm gonna i'm gonna do something but i had a, a pre-written verse I called him, I asked him, I was like, dude, uh, what, what's the theme of this song? And Jimmy just said, you know how Jimmy is? Eh, more nine, more nine. Just, just rap. Just, just do anything. Just, uh, you know it's you now. You, I just wanted you to rap. I'm putting a Navio from uh, Uganda. I'm putting a Manifest from Ghana. You know, guys that I'm feeling. They basically just rap. So I didn't even know that there was a certain theme. If I'd heard the hook, I want to be the greatest, I want to be the greatest in the whole wild world. If I knew that that was going to be the hook, I would have wrapped something entirely different, some inspirational Mahatma Gandhi kind of, you know, I would have been on my Huey P. Newton tip, but I just thought, yeah, just rap, just rap. So I just said, wild, wild, West African, the, <laughs> the sheriff of the jungle, rolling into town on the white Bronco, Don Flo, Don Stagliano. <laughs> going gonzo you know wild wild west that is a bar wild wild west but wild wild west african wild wild west africa so that was a little play on words i put there man 
and say, wild, wild, West African, riding through the jungle. <laughs> you know, something riding on the white bronco. Everybody knows the white bronco is uh, the lone ranger. So I was just trying to say the lone ranger from West Africa. So the bars, the bars, I'll break down the bars for that track probably later. But I just dropped some bars. And then when the whole song came out, I found out that Femi Kuti was on the song. He, he played the sax. And uh, the theme was kind of different. Everybody was on that inspirational vibe. vibe and I, I kind of felt like, oh my God. I even dropped some, uh, some lewd lyrics on there. I was like, mm, whatever, man. But people liked it. They were like, Moda, we like it. We like it. It's dope, man. Dope bars. So Jimmy called me up. Video shoot. Went to his crib shot the video now there's this girl her name is Haley. shout out to Haley. she's always holding it down she uh anytime i call her to come and be in one of my videos if you watch uh, uh let it go let it go let it let it go there's a part that the beat changes and it changes it lyrical 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 nigerian you see one very beautiful girl posing and everything that's Haley. and also she was in um uh she was in the part where she wore some a leather uh, leather skirt with Terry the rap man in that same scene she was there too all I do is just call her once and then she doesn't even ask her now I said do you want to eat do you want to she said no 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 I'll just do my part and then uh, go and then she was uh, uh, we were also looking for people who are gonna be uh, uh, in the video because it was a sharp sharp video it was just my part we were shooting Navio had shot his part and Manifest G uh, Jimmy Jack went to Ghana and he shot with Manifest so he just wanted to just merge all three parts together so we need, it was rush rush so uh uriel uriel the girl from uh big brother niger she just happened to just pass by and she was in the video if you look properly you see her in the video in the, at the back she was there just hiding at the back so i was like okay we need some more eye candy in this video we need at least just to soften it up so i called Haley. i was like Haley, where are you right now she says she's in Aja. no uh, is it lucky roundabout somewhere in lucky and i was like okay that's not too far from where we were and then I was like, can you come over? We're shooting a video. She's like, okay. Boom. In less than 45 minutes, she was there. And I was like, wow, on point. So in that video, uh, The Greatest, you see a, 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 a girl behind me. She's wearing one of these African tops. That's Haley. You know, me and Jimmy, we did all the shots and everything. That one day we finished everything. And boom, the video came out. I got a lot of love from uh, Uganda and uh, Ghana. A lot of uh, fans from Uganda and Ghana. Now, this is a message to all you up-and-comers. A message. This is a message to all you up-and-comers. If you want to grow your fan base, do songs with people who have a fan base. Do songs with people who are in a different region. And also, your skill set has to be at par. Don't go and do songs with someone that will just take the song this way and then you'll be down here because all people are going to do is listen, listen to that person's verse and then just totally disregard you and the song might just play and then people will think that person owns the song. So you have to look for collabs that will work. Not all collabs work. So, and Jimmy is a master at merging artists. Like you can tell from all his, uh, his um, Jimmy's... Uh, from, from all his projects that he puts out. Now, there was this other video that Jimmy Jack was shooting. I think it was a video with Burner Boy, Sound Sultan, and Young Gracie, I think. 
yeah, we went to Armando's studio to shoot that. I wasn't supposed to even be in the video. I wasn't going to be. I just went there to just hang out, you know, because Armando, the guy that owned the studio in Lucky Phase One, is a friend of mine. Shout out to Armando. And um, I went there to just, you know, you know, just <laughs> peruse around. So after, uh, I think Burner Boy didn't, Burner Boy couldn't make it. So they were like, ah, oh, I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not 100% sure. Don't call me out. They, they probably did finish the video. But we were just hanging out. And then Jimmy just looked at me and said, hey, Mo, there's one intro kind of uh, verse that you dropped on my... Uh, it wasn't an intro. It was kind of like a skit. But it was just one verse, one long verse. He said, let's shoot that. I was like, uh-uh. How now? I don't even know the lyrics, man. I just voiced it. I sent it to you. Jimmy just said, Mo, Dan, I'm going to give you one hour. <laughs> one hour to learn the lyrics man let's shoot that <laughs> so uh i just you know i think ella joe was there yeah ella joe came uh, came around later then i learned the lyrics less than 45 minutes 35 minutes i just played it over and over again over and over again it was a long verse and i was like okay jimmy we're ready and then we shot the video and uh it was the one that had tools talking on it and also Olisa Debois. So he got he went they went to go and shoot tools and they shot Olisa Debois. I think P Square 2 made an appearance in the video, but those were off cuts. I wasn't even there. They were <laughs> B-rolls. So when the video, when they finished with the video, they just sent it to me and I saw it. I was like, ah, not bad. Not bad. It wasn't bad. So man, like my relationship with Jimmy is very deep. He's uh, Jimmy's jump off. Jimmy doesn't need to even say, all he needs to say, mode, I'm doing a show. I just say where and what time. We never talk money. Never, 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 never. This is the guy that put me on. Literally put me on. He could have just, the first time he heard a mode nine song that was in the late, late nineties, early two thousands. He could have just boned. He could have just boned. He wouldn't have done that. I wouldn't even be mad at that. I wasn't even expecting him to hold me down. There was a video shoot. I talked about this in one of my other episodes. There was a video shoot that uh, I invited Jimmy Jack to. Hip hop, hip hop. You know, him and DJ Naughty Steve. I invited them and Jimmy almost lost his life. I was like, Tofia, it don't go happen. Touch wood, it will not happen. So, yeah. It was so crazy. I was like, man, thank God for that. Jimmy has really, really done a lot, not only for me, but for a lot of these guys rapping out there. A lot of you guys need to give Jimmy Jack his props. Maybe I should do a mixtape and let Jimmy Jack host it. Not maybe, I should do that. I'm gonna do that, but it's just sad that I don't do mixtapes anymore. I'll just do a project and I'll, I'll hook up with Jimmy Jack and let him do all this screaming on it and once again i'm gonna say this respect to those keeping the art form moving and god will punish all you mainstream artists especially all you guys in new york with the block 365 scamming there's a there's a scam there's a scam going on all these corona has already shot their money so they're trying to take money from unsigned artists your favorite artist might reach out to you in the dm then i'll say let's work 
asking you for money later on. Do not give them anything because at the end of the day, it's not even your favorite artist that you're talking to. You're talking to a guy called Big Trail. It is a scam where they get all these guys. It's not as if these guys don't know. These guys willingly give them their social media so that they can scam on uh, unsigned artists. Now, the reason why I'm really pissed at these artists is because they know, because they get part of the money. They get paid 50% of the money that this guy, Big Trail, scams you. He's going to give them part of the money. So, and probably get them to shoot a little skit. Say, hey, uh, I'm, I'm reaching out to some of the best spitters. If you rap, if you produce, if you're good, oh, just DM me. You're talking to me. It's a lie. You're not talking to them. It's the same format. We're Nigerians now. You can't use format on us now. We started that. We, we started that format. Now, format you won't come use on us. You want to use my own spoon where I don't they use drink Gary for 20 years. You won't come use and drink pop. Come on, bro. That ain't working, man. Don't format us, man. It won't work. You won't get one cobo for me. See, see, one of these guys hit me up. I don't want to mention his name, man, because I got too much respect for him. Use format on me. Go, go punish you for this new year. 2021. Pray everybody put your hands in the air. Nobody will use format to take your hard-earned money, your blood, sweat, sweat, tears. Nobody. Tule! Tule, Joe! Tule! 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 I'll see you guys, man. This was an extra long one, man. You guys deserved it, man. Peace! Popcorn!